The following program is a specialty program. Unless otherwise identified, the participants on the program are not employees of Chorus Entertainment. Opinions expressed may not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and welcome to The Parenting Show. I'm Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca and I've got my co-host who's looking so pretty today with this beautiful shirt and her lipstick is matching up. Talking about Ms. Jennifer Valentine, of course, from Global News Morning and Mother Daughter Date. She's giving me the peace sign on Zoom. I love that I sure am. I love that I can see you. I miss you so much, Jen. I miss you too. I miss spending time in the studio together. Um, I think everybody misses a lot of things. We are becoming grateful and appreciative of everything we do have. And I have to tell you, I have just, I burnt my hand right before we came up on air. Can you see it? I'm showing you. It's like, it's red. What happened was I was carrying a tea and a water and popcorn. Now the kitchen is just a stone throw away over here, but I could have made two trips. It's so easy to do. And I actually thought about it. I thought, no, I can do it. I can carry all three. Obviously, I couldn't and um, burnt my hand with the tea. So there you go. But you couldn't have spilled the water or the popcorn. I spilled the water, too. And I spilled the popcorn. I spilled all three, but the water went on my hand. But that's that's what I get for being lazy, taking the easy route out. Never worked. You know what? Jen, I do that all the time. Like when you come back from the grocery store and you've got like 10 bags and you're like, I'm like going to be Wonder Woman. I'm carrying them all in. And you're just, you're determined. You're determined to do it. And then like you think your fingers are going to fall off because they weigh so much. It's just what we do. Why do we do it? Why do we put ourselves through this? I don't know. I don't know. What what have you been up to? What have you been doing? What have you been watching? (laughs) Jen, what have I been watching is the question. What is this 365 days thing? That's what I want to know. It's like, it's crazy. I watched videos of women and men watching 365 days. And I went, wow, I need to watch this movie. (laughs) I want to watch the reactions. Okay, you got to send me those links because I want to see that. I was... I'm not going to lie. I was indulging that evening. So I was a little, I, I was flying high and, um, and I'm watching and I didn't know what was going on. And I'm like, what's happening here? Um, and I was just like, I don't know what is going on, but I, I, I kind of like it. <laughs> okay. I want to know, you tell me the truth. After you watched, did you look up the lead actor on Instagram? No, I didn't. I, you know what? I didn't even think about I think it's because I was. Um, I did. I, <laughs> <yeah>. Sorry. <laughs> my, the, the state that I was in, um, I, just, I, I, I just sat there on the sofa, and I was just like, I don't even know what just happened or what I just watched. Um, and to the point where that was a while, like that was days ago, and just yesterday – I thought you I watched, watched it again. Show. No, I thought it, I thought it was a movie, and I thought it was a what? Like I just thought it was a movie, and I'm like, okay, I watched it. It's done. And then yesterday, I realized that like people were telling me they're like, no, it's a show. There's more than one. What? There's so, more than one? Apparently. Okay. So I was. I gotta figure this thing out. 
I was really high. Oh, our guests are showing us on Zoom. <laughs> he is He's not ugly, let's just say that. <laughs> like I was getting frustrated. I was like, why is this girl like he I think he kidnaps her. I still don't even I need to re I need to rewatch it, okay? Let's yeah, you that. need to rewatch it, Pina. I Absolutely. Do. I need to rewatch it too. <laughs> so like so he kidnaps her and then like it's really hot and sexy and steamy. It's kind of like Fifty Shades, but I think I enjoyed Fifty Shades more. See Fifty Shades. Jen, watch Fifty Shades. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't well, know what it is? It's like it's it's bad, but I kind of want those bad things to happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I know you just got kidnapped, but open your eyes. Like, just jump on it. <laughs> this is so bad. I'm we so have bad. been in quarantine for far too long, and then something like this comes out. You know? It came out of left field. Where did this 365 days come from? Where did it come from? Did it just, like, land? Like, did it just drop? You know, I didn't never even heard about it. I saw it on Vince's Instagram. Oh, Vince from Inside Jokes? Yeah. (laughs) I saw his Insta stories. I'm like, what is this? (laughs) Yeah, there's a, all I can say for you, for those of you that have not watched it, there is a shower scene. All you need to know. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. We're going to watch the whole thing. We're going to get back to you next week. We're going to let you know. We'll watch it a couple of times for recent. And then we are going back to you. It's for research, everyone. No other reason. It's research. It's all research. So that's that's <laughs> what that was. That's what's been the highlight of of my week. <laughs> that's pretty bad. It's so sad. It's so sad, Jen. Three hundred and sixty-five days was the highlight. I don't know, but the TikTok videos around it are hilarious. Yes. Yeah, there are some really, really good TikToks that people have been doing um, about the show, and it just has me in stitches. It's so, so funny. So yeah, so that's that's it for me. I don't know if you've been watching anything or yeah. Well, um, I've been doing a lot of gardening, so that's been oh, so keeping you're in the... and dreaming about having a pool and trying to figure out how I can make that one work. But we are going on year two, backyard. everyone. We're going on year two of the pool dreams with Jen. <laughs> no, no, we are going on. It's been it's been forty five years, forty six, forty 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 six years of the pool dream. Oh no, no. You know, you have no idea how long this dream has been going on. When I was a little girl, every birthday I would ask for a pool. Every Christmas, it was freezing outside. I would ask my dad for a pool. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I shouldn't even talk about this story, but there was a girl in the neighborhood. She had a pool, and she used to invite all the kids in the neighborhood in her pool. And I was never invited in. And I could see her pool from my backyard. And I watched the other kids in the neighborhood swim in her pool. Yeah, it was it was um yeah, it was one of those things, right? Well, but then you, you call you get it older, bitch. you get older and then pools aren't that big of a thing when you're a teenager and everything was fine and and you know, I still see her every every blue moon. We're Facebook friends. Oh, thanks. But if I get oh, a pool, she's pool. Not coming in my pool. I'm just like yeah, oh, I'm right now, Tina. You are in my pool, but she will never come in my pool. Never, never. 
Are you back there with the measuring tape again this summer? Yeah, I've been there out there a few times, and my husband's like, I don't know why you're back there with a measuring tape. We're not getting a pool. I can find you right now. Greg, yeah, give her a pool. To me. <laughs> exactly. We can fit a really tiny pool back there. And, you know, they have these pools, and they're called on-ground Oh, he doesn't even pay attention to me. They're on-ground pools, so they're not as expensive, Pina, as an underground pool. So, yeah. so over half of the pool is underground, but there's a small part of it that's above the ground. So they're called on-ground pools. They only take, like, less than a week, maybe, a, like, three days to put in. You, do, you don't have a deep end. You've got, like, about five and a half feet in the deep end but really like do you really need a deep end no no there you go you've got you've got a pool and it's not as expensive so uh, that's those are the ones i've been looking into i've been doing research re-watching 365 days jen is doing pool research this is what (laughs) we got you covered determined that we've been doing this week uh but we have a good show lined up a great show lined up with some of our favorite guys i'm so excited um it's pride month And so we've got, like, the best guys to join us to talk about pride. So don't go anywhere. This is The Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Now back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Sunday. Welcome back. This is the Parenting Show. I'm Kim Crystal. She's Mama Dusky. I'm coming to Jennifer Valentine with me, my beautiful co-host, who's uh, still dreaming about her pool that over there. I think I see a measuring tape in her hand. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. One of these yeah. years. It will. It will. And then we're all going to come over and go swimming. Um, and in the meantime, though, I know two guys that invited us to go hang out in their hot tub with them. What? Oh, yeah. <gasps> yeah. I'm there. I, I'm so there too. I think we should have actually. Too bad that this COVID thing is happening because otherwise we could have went there today. And I know. Also from their hot tub, and I'm talking about Frankie and BJ from Family is about love. They are joining us. Hey guys, how are you? We're Hi great. everyone. Hi. <laughs> <I do. laughs> By the way, Dixie is also invited to the hot tub anytime. Oh. She would love that. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so and I was and I was checking out that the uh, the lead from 365 on Instagram after you mentioned it, and wow. Right, right. I don't even know his name. Does he? He doesn't even need a name. He doesn't need a name. Uh, Michael, Michael, Michael. Oh, what is it? Michael. Oh. No, I've lost it. He could be like Madonna. Morone. Yeah, Michael Morone. Oh, Jesus. oh, that's a great name. <laughs> Isn't yeah. it a good name? It's a really he good can name. is a nice name. That's a nice name. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm just staring at these shirtless clothes. Oh, I got to take it off can. my phone. I can't. I can't oh, my gosh. He, Frank is showing us his phone right now. Stop it. And Sorry. BJ has a fan, a rainbow-colored fan, because we're celebrating Pride. But I really wish that I could reach through the screen of my computer through Zoom and grab it because I'm feeling really hot right now, guys. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> we are missing a little, you know, we're missing all those hot, naked, uh, half-naked men during Pride this year. So we got to do it somehow. So, ha- well, first of all, happy Pride, guys. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Happy Pride to you guys. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. I have to tell you something. I've been doing mother-daughter date for three years now, and 
mother-daughter date is all about do, going on date with my daughter. And guess what our very first date was? The parade. Pride. The parade. The pride. Hey, that's how we kicked off mother-daughter date. So I actually just posted that video on my Instagram as a throwback on Thursday to remember uh, our three years together. So that that has become a tradition, honestly, because we did it the second year. And this year, just the memory. Oh, yeah. it's, it's really sad. Yeah, this, like... We're six months in. Can you believe it? We're halfway through the year already. Where has time gone? And like halfway through and already like three of those months have gone to complete crap. We've been Mm -hmm. indoors, you know, Um, and a lot of our favorite things have been canceled or postponed Um, concerts. Right. Like I live and die for concerts. All my concerts postponed. Pride Parade gone. Um, how do you guys feel about that? Like, I know there's only so much we can do. Our hands are tied. Yeah, there's. I feel like there's only so much you can do. And I think there's lots of events going online. Um, yeah, you know, web style events. But it's just not the same, right? It's not the same not to be with a group of people celebrating that we can this year. At least that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Toronto, feel however, though, Price Toronto is doing a lot of virtual events, which is good. So you can still stay connected within, with the community, support the local drag queens. Uh, they do, like, drag readings for kids. There's drag shows. There's going to be a virtual parade, though, too, this year. So at least oh. the, the parade is still happening, but obviously not in person. But at least it's still going on, which is nice. Yeah. 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 I think it's um, – I, I love that we have this here in Toronto, and they, like, so many people from all over come just for the parade. So, like, it makes me really, really proud, right, that we have this amazing community. Um, but, just, but just like you're saying, it's different this year, and that makes me sad, you know? Yeah, it, it is. I mean, we have to adapt. We have to deal with and, and make the best of this situation. And everything forward yeah everything feels different this year right i think we're all trying to like measure our expectations for life i mean milo's our son's birthday is on saturday we're just happy that we can have a few people over to celebrate right if it was a month ago it was all online so you know it's the little things right now we're going to try and celebrate pride at his birthday like we do every year so it's always sort of a pride theme as well Mm -hmm. um Maybe we'll even get a drag performer. I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds like fun. And actually, we're, I want to talk about Milo and his birthday and pride and how it all came together. But we're going to take a quick break first. So don't go anywhere because we'll be back with more. We've got Frankie and BJ joining us from Family is About Love. And this is the Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Parenting Show and happy Pride. We are joined by Frankie and BJ from Families About Love. I'm Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. My co-host is Jennifer Valentine from Global News Morning and Mother Daughter Dates. And uh, this is it. We're coming to the end of the month. It has been Pride Month. But it's a little bit different being in COVID. Um, Things, though, 
we were talking to to the guys and their son Milo is celebrating his birthday. So things, though, we're lucky because they're a little bit different now. We can hang out with a few people, whereas a few weeks ago, that wasn't the case. And so we were talking about Milo's birthday, and uh, and he was born on Pride Weekend. Right, guys? He was. He was uh, born during World Pride, which was like the gay Olympics of Pride around the world. And we hosted it here in Toronto that year, in, the tw- in 2014. Yeah. And Milo got to be known as the Pride Baby that year for being pro- born on Pride. How it was a very, very busy year. <laughs> was that the scheduled date for him? Was he early? Was he late? Was this a surprise that it just landed right smack dab there? Uh, it was, was, you know, it, yeah, he was 10 days overdue. His due date was on the, uh, oh my God. His due date was, I guess, the 17th. Uh, if you yeah, that's right. Yeah, math is hard for me. <laughs> Twenty-seven minus ten. Uh, he's like, look at me. No, yeah, that's wrong. I'm like, <laughs> no, he was ten days overdue. And he just happened to be born on that day, on the twenty-seventh. And, and it was just meant to be. Yeah. Wow. So, guys, for some people listening, may not know who you guys are. Maybe we should have did this earlier on in the show, but. Um, <laughs> Maybe you guys can just let us know who you are, what family about love is, and uh, and a quick little story on on how Milo came to be. Oh, I mean, he's gonna let me do that. Yeah. Well, uh, well, we had Milo through surrogacy uh, in 2014, and after he was born, a photo of him that was taken. We had a, a photographer in our uh, in the birth room. And she took a photo of him the second he was born with me, BJ, uh, and him and our surrogate and everyone else involved. And she posted on Facebook. And within days, there was like 100,000 likes on the photo. And within other days, and this was like during World Pride. So we got a lot of attention from uh, Toronto, from a lot, from, uh, from news outlets all around the world, especially here in Toronto. And we started a website just to, you know, we realized that there wasn't enough representation of gay families and, and different types of families out there, LGBTQ plus. And we started a website and just, uh, we've spent the last six years just uh, documenting our family's life uh, through, you know, through social media, through our website. And we've written two children's books since then about how Milo came to be and some, and another great story about uh, gender. Mm-hmm. Um, you also now are in an organization that helps gay men have babies through surrogacy. Yeah, through all of this, I'm a board member with uh, Men Having Babies, which is an awesome organization, uh, a non-for-profit that helps men have uh, create, create families through surrogacy. Um, that is amazing, guys. It was important to you to have a family, to both of you. Did you discuss that very early on? Oh, my God. This mm-hmm. is a like, weird question, but... When I came out of the closet uh, to my father, the first thing he said to me was that he was sad that I would never know what it was like to have a child. And because uh, he knew how much I loved children. And it was probably one of the hardest things for me to come out was, was sort of to giving up that dream. Um, but as you know, we didn't give up that dream, but I didn't know that. And, you know, it, at the it, time, it, yeah, at the time that I was ever going to get married and have children. And I struggled a lot with drug addiction um, uh, and and internalized homophobia for many years. And um, I got sober just before I met BJ, I think, 13 years ago. 
And one of the things that got me sober was thinking about the fact that I wanted to change my life and become a parent. I'm not going to cry, I swear. <laughs> and um, and when I met BJ, I said to him within a week of like, no, I think it was like that night that we met. I'm like, uh, you're really hot and all of this stuff. I said, but like, I'm not. And I want a child. <laughs> I want a child. And I looked down, I'm like, well, I can't do that for you. <laughs> That's when we knew we had to go the surrogacy route. <laughs> Did that scare you at all? Did you go, whoa, buddy, we, we're just like, this is our first conversation here. <laughs> I uh, No, it didn't, because I think deep down I also wanted to have a family, but I just never thought it was ever in my cards. I just never thought even gay people oh. could get married or have kids. So for me, it was kind of like, oh, maybe this is possible. It didn't scare me off at all. I really liked them. And BJ like wasn't even out of the closet when no. I had this conversation with no. him. So it was a pretty heavy conversation. Yeah. He was, BJ was a lot more stable than I was at the time. And it was able to sort of deal with all of that. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's, um, I love what you guys are doing. I love what you guys are about. I love that you're so vocal and out there with the message and just sharing your story um, because I think we need that. I think we need that in the world right now. And I think um, adults need to see this. I think kids need to see, you know, the dynamics of different families. Um, it's really, really important. It's 2020, you know, um, and that's why I'm sad that, you know, we're missing, we're missing some of the, the fun parts of pride, you know, um, because it's more than just a parade, right? Mm-hmm. It's more than just a weekend within the month of June. It's more than just a party. Um, it's a lot more than all of that. We are talking pride with BJ and Frankie from Family is About Love. Don't go anywhere because we'll be back with more right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Parenting Show. I'm Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And I've got my co-host with Jennifer Valentine from Global News Morning and Mother Daughter Date. We are talking pride because it's Pride Month, guys. And although Woo! we don't have a parade, we've <laughs> got two incredible guys joining us. Um, who I absolutely love and adore. I'm talking about BJ and Frankie from Family is About Love. Um, they have an amazing son through uh, surrogacy, and they're all about spreading love and sharing this amazing message um, of pride and yeah. about um, different family dynamics and That's that true. love comes in like all shapes sizes colors uh gender preferences you name it you got it right um we were talking about uh you guys having milo and jen off the air you wanted to rewind a little bit and go back to maybe uh frankie and bj coming out right Oh, yeah. I like to ask a lot of questions (laughs) because I'm always curious, like what parents 
their reaction, how they how they handle how being grandparents, um, how they've changed over time. Because a lot of parents, it's hard for them at first. I think most parents these days, and correct me if I'm wrong, are a little different because the world is growing and um, we're just we're learning so much more, but I still think there are those parents that are a little bit tough on their kids, or maybe the kids are just too afraid. But in time, they realize that that family is love. Yeah, I was talking about, you know, it's this weird time of year when we start seeing our family a lot, summer, you know, although we haven't been seeing anyone. But, you know, I often talk to BJ about how hard it is to get over some of that trauma that we had growing up, right? We we were told by our parents many times that we weren't good enough. You know, at least I was growing up. And when I came out, I was, it wasn't positive. I think we've talked about it before. My mother said, I'd rather you be dead. And we went on from there. Um, and How do you go on from there? Well, that's my question. I've seen, I've thought, you know, I don't want to sound, you know, be depressing when all this, but I, but I really would love to get over it. But I, I hold a lot of anger um, because a lot of things in, were done to me as a child. And then when I met BJ, he wasn't out of the closet and his parents were not very kind to me, although they had never met me. Um, and it's difficult, right? We have to navigate this really weird world of people that really were awful to us, never really said sorry. And then we're supposed to just move on. It's difficult. Yeah. But bringing a child into the situation, it really does change things, doesn't it? Yes. Well, it doesn't. Yeah, it it brought families together, but it doesn't take away some of those hard feelings. I I think it's really I I don't think parents realize, uh, you know, how much damage words can do to their children. And I I really struggle even with Milo to watch what we say to him. Mm -hmm. Like for me, I mean, yeah, my mom, my mom was supportive right from the get go. She was she was always supportive. I mean, she never really said anything mean or hurtful. My father is old school Italian. So, of course, I'm the only boy and I'm. I was a disgrace to the family when I, when I said we were having a baby. Um, my sisters had a very hard time with it, even though we're seven years, the oldest is seven years older than me. They, all my sisters, like, didn't talk to me. And I'm <gasps> like, how, like, we grew up, we played with each other. And yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's fine now, but still, like, the things that they say hurt. Yeah. Hurt. Yeah. yeah. And I want, like, for all you parents listening at home right now, um, and you've got kids, obviously, parents, um, but that might come out to you. We don't know. Hey, I've got three. One, two, all three may come out to me one day. Um, But let's just think about this. Let's just think about what Frankie and BJ just said. Um, Words, once, once spoken, cannot be taken back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As a parent, our love for our kids is unconditional. That means we love them no matter what. Don't you think it's a good idea? Like, I don't know, Pina, I discuss with your husband, but I discussed with Peg before we even had kids. What happens if one of our children are gay or all of our children are gay? Um, I think that's an important conversation to have because you want to know who you're marrying. Are they accepting? Are they going yes. to be okay with that? And I did have that conversation with Meg, and he said, what, what does that matter? And I'm like, that's okay. amazing. <laughs> yes. Okay. He's hey, a- Greg. <laughs> but you know what? Why do I Greg like that so much? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you know what, Jen? I'm I'm really happy that you just brought that up because it's not something I would think about. People, when they usually get together, they're like, you have the conversation if whether or not you want to have a family together, but you don't take it that step further. And I think that that should totally be a question that is asked. Like, I love and adore Frankie and BJ, and I tell them all the time when I see them or when they're on the show with us. And um, it just, like right now, we're on Zoom so I can see everyone. But seeing their faces when they were just telling us those stories, um, it literally broke my heart. Can I just say that? They're hurt by like, sorry, Frankie, because the hurt that they were experiencing was not from a stranger, was not from a kid on the playground, is from their parents and siblings. Yeah. I was just going to say, make sure everyone should always tell their children that they will love them no matter what. Right? I think that's something that every child um, needs to hear because I didn't hear it ever. And as a matter of fact, I heard that love was conditional my whole life on me being straight. And, um, yeah, please tell yeah, your children. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I feel I to- said that to my children their whole entire lives. And I think it's hard enough being a kid, being insecure, going through teenage, yeah. your teenage years. And then on top of that, you realize at a very early age that you are gay and you're afraid to tell your mother and father because you think they're going to be disappointed or they're going to be mad at you or they're not going to love you the same. So to tell your kids, and we did, we told both our kids, it doesn't matter. You can tell us anything. There is nothing that you can do to to make us not love you. So we will accept you no matter what. And um, I think that's been good for them, like, you know, in all aspects of life, that they know they can tell us anything. Yeah, um, I think it's so, so super important. And it's our our responsibility and our duty as parents when we decide that we want to have a child and start a family. Not once they're here, while we're thinking and planning for that family, we need to be thinking like, you know, Jen and like what Frankie said, where it's like, you love that child unconditionally. I love you no matter what. And we've got more coming up right here on the Parenting Show. We're talking side with BJ and Frankie from Families About Love. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and happy Pride. This is The Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm Pina Crispo, Chic Mama. Today, my co-host is Jennifer Valentine. Is uh, what are you? Were you like shooing away someone there? No, Jen? I'm just like I'm. <laughs> I've got water on my hand. The whole time we've been doing this show, I've had ice on my my hand because I burnt it with tea. So it's it's a really bad burn, actually. This is I know you showed us on the camera. So yeah, so Jen Jen is Jen's here uh, holding her hand and, and and trying to make it better. And uh, we've got we've got Frankie and DJ with us. Jen, how much do you love these guys? But can they I just amazing? And now that I know that they have a hot tub, I love them even more. Because <laughs> it's over, and, and we're going to sit in the hot tub. Apparently, hot tubs are sold out everywhere. We bought ours like right away at the beginning of all this. Smart. Oh, it's brand new, guys. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We just bought it like a month like, ago, yeah. <laughs> two months ago. Oh, see, Jen, we really need to go over. We're going to have our own pride party in Frankie and BJ's backyard. 
Yeah, do it. Let's do it. So we're talking pride on the show today, and uh, I have a question for you guys. And I, Jen, I don't even know if you know, but I'm kind of ignorant to this. How did pride come to be? Do you know, Jen? Nope. Yeah, I've always wondered because uh, I was telling you guys that Georgia and I started Mother Daughter Date, and our very first date together was the Pride Parade. We'd, I'd always wanted to go every year. I said, you know what? I really want to go. And then I never went. So we did our first date together, and that was uh, that, w- that was three years ago. And now we, we wanted to – we made it a tradition because it was our first date on our social media channel, Mother Daughter Date, that we were going to do it every year except this year. <laughs> Hopefully next year, Jen. Hopefully, yes. It's going to happen next year. I'm coming, and I'm coming with you guys because I've never been. So I wanted to go this year, not happening. Next year, we'll all go together. Sound good? Let's do it. It's a date. I I think that Pride's going to look very different in the sense of what the parade is about. It's always been focused on, like, this, you know, more fun party, and I think we're going to start seeing more protests. Like like the origins of Pride began, right? Right. So yeah, actually, I had no idea. So I was just saying to Frank, like I actually didn't know how Pride started until three or four years ago when somebody said to me, Pride is a, was is a protest. And I'm like, what do you mean it's a protest? It's a parade. Everyone's here celebrating. But it actually started 51 years ago uh, in Stonewall in New York when the police raided Sto- uh, Stonewall, which is a, a bar which was actually owned by the mafia at the time. So they would pay off the police. So the gay and lesbian and trans community can go and drink and have fun. And, but then they got raided and then it was actually two trans activists that started the, the rioting, uh, Marsha P. Johnson. They were sick and tired. They're, yeah, they're sick and tired of always being beaten the up. And, and, and yeah. all of that. So uh, they just retaliated and got everybody together. They threw bricks. That's the, that's the thing. And it just started the protest and it was a riot that lasted for six days. And that's wow. the origin of Pride. It was actually by two by Marsha P. Johnson, who was is uh, was a woman of uh, color, a trans woman of color, and um, Sylvia Delavari. Yeah, and I think what you're seeing this year with Black Lives Matters and and the riots happening in the states, I think we can't go back to a place where we don't recognize its origins and the fight that we need for yeah. that still that you know the fight for inequality or equality in our country. So I, that's what I foresee next year is less, you know, floats and hot men and a lot more, um, you know, a, a lot more activism. But there still will be some floats and some hot oh, men. There better be some floats and hot men. <laughs> Maybe we can, we can get Michaela from 365 to come and, do it. and join Him us. And Anthony. Him and Anthony. <laughs> Anthony. We need Anthony. Anthony. Canadian. He can do it. Yeah. Yes. Anthony, Montreal boy. Yes. Queer eye. We totally need Anthony there. Um, sorry, guys. Of course, BJ had to bring that up. BJ and I had to <laughs> sorry. a slight, slight little obsession with him. We may or may not be kind of stalking him online. Um, but, you know. Um, but that is so interesting. I had I yeah. did not know any of this stuff. So I'm happy that you just shared that with us. Like, I had no idea. I had no idea that it started as a protest. I just thought it was like a fun parade that the community would come out to and support and, you know, just embrace. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know um, how or why. And uh, and I'm glad that you said what you said, Frankie, about what's happening in the world today, right? And yeah, how and it all like, relates. Like just now with the political climate in the States and how the 
the rights of LGBT people are being stripped away. And I mean, luckily the Supreme Court, they just ruled that, that you can't be fired for being gay or trans or bi or lesbian. You know what I but, said to my parents? Like, why are we even fighting for that? Why would you have to go to court yeah. and not be fired because you're gay? It's so ridiculous. It should be part of any constitution. You shouldn't be fired for who you are. I'm sorry. When sorry. that passed, no, I, Frankie, I'm with you. When that passed, I, like you, I was just shaking my head. I'm like, how is this non-issue an issue? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't unanimous. I yeah, I know. I was like, what? And who are these guys over here like that are not with it? Yep. It's I, I think human. Yeah, human rights should be unanimous. I'm sorry. I, I, I was disgusted by it. Yeah, you I, I should do that. No, I don't care if you're Republican, you're a Democrat, you're a PC. People's rights, it shouldn't, it, you know, political parties shouldn't get in the way of that, in my opinion. Yeah, I totally, totally agree. We're talking pride on the show today and everything that goes along with it. We went from like, fun parties to a little bit political to the amazing story of how these two um, got together and started their family with little Milo. Uh, We've got more coming up, so don't go anywhere. This is The Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640. Listening to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Parenting Show. I'm Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. I've got Jen Valentine with me on Zoom. She's right beside me. So we're social distancing, but she's nearby. Um, and it. with us, we've got Frankie and BJ from Family is About Love. And um, I'm dying to hear a story. I'm dying to hear a story. Frankie kind of started it while we were on the break. And I'm like, wait, stop. We're talking about this on the air. Okay, Frankie, tell us. Well, I think we were talking about... Experience at a gay bar? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I I think we were talking about resources for youth. (laughs) And so I went back to my first... You know, nowadays, youth have a lot of resources. Internet is amazing. And so I think everyone that I speak to that are now coming out or transitioning or anything like that, there's a lot to read and find out. You know, when we... Before the internet... When I tried to find my very first gay bar in Toronto, I didn't know where there was gay bars. I was 19. I was, I was wanted to find a gay bar, and I came home one weekend, and I went to the phone book, the only resource that we had at the time. Phone book? The phone book, 1988, it might have been, 89. And I went and looked up the word gay. There was one thing that came up in gay, and it's a gay, gay hotline. So I didn't know what that was, but I called that gay hotline that night and they answered a gay hotline. I'm like, hi, it was, it was hard for me to call, but I asked them to tell me where I could find a gay bar after them kind of ripping me a new hole and telling me this is a youth suicide hotline, not a gay bar hotline. They, they were very kind and they asked me my age, what I was into. And then they gave me the name of three bars and I went out that night. To one of those bars, and I'll never forget it. I drove downtown. It was on Isabella Street in Young. I went to a parking lot, and I hid in a bush across the street. 
until I thought no one was around that would ever see me. And I, sorry, I'm crying. Um, I ran into that bar and never looked back. It was a great, <laughs> like, I, I have very fond memories of that. Oh, you <laughs> I just remember being so scared. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, like, the fact that you just said that, like, you know, you went and you hid in a bush to make sure no one would see you. And I like, ran to the door. <laughs> like, that, break, that breaks my heart. Like, that should not, talking about non-issues, you know what I mean, becoming issues, like, it should not happen. That should not be an issue, period. Um, and I'm just really happy and thankful that nowadays um, things have changed so much that these kids do have resources. They do. So mm-hmm. If they, they have need someone like, to talk to, they can go. Like, yeah, okay, so Frankie, you were telling us, what's a great one that you that you had mentioned? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, they, well, the 519 Community Center here in Toronto is an amazing resource. It's been a, a, you know, that's where we both learned about how to become dads. They have a great program for dads and moms that want to become. They have great programs for youth, for families, for trans people, uh, for, for everyone in our community. So I, I definitely recommend people look that up if, if they're struggling or need some sort of support. Uh, we love going there and Milo does for family pride every year. We've done many events. We've read our book there, uh, and we've done book readings and we've just loved the place. And, and then you also mentioned that like kids help phone, right? And kids helpline. PJ, you want to mention that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. The kids help phone uh, definitely is a good resource. I think we talk, you know, we all think that uh, like, you know, what you said about, kids have it easier they definitely have more resources now you know if i had the internet well for one i'd been looking at naked men for a long longer than i was (laughs) (laughs) i I joke about that but i you know we didn't even have i didn't have any reference like i remember you know wanting to just see men like and you know you just can't see pictures so nowadays we have a little bit too much on the internet but yeah you've got to be careful as well yeah, you got to be careful. I, I, you know, I just meant that I had nothing growing up, like no way to really uh, fantasize. Yeah, you go from absolutely nothing to like an abundance. Yeah. Um, you know, and and still, then you know what I mean. Um, it doesn't mean that, and I'm not trying to say that it's easier for people to come out these days. It's definitely it's not. not an easy thing to do. But I'm grateful to know that there are some more resources now. Um, as opposed to like when you two came out, right? Um, and I think that that's really, really important. Um, so if you're a parent and your child's come out to you, I would, I would suggest maybe looking into the community center that Frankie just mentioned, because as a parent, you can get the tools you need to be able to support your child who is coming out and is probably going through a really difficult time. Um, so Frankie, what was the community center again? It's the 519 Community Center. Uh, is one resource. And the other one is eGal um, Canada. So E-G-A-L-E uh, dot C-A. And they're sort of like the leading resource for LGBT um, in Canada. And so if you want other information, that's a great place to go as well. For more, you know, they, they, they definitely have a lot of groups for families, parents, and other things. God, I wish my parents, sometimes I wish, you know, I, I think that nothing says more about how much you love your kids if you're going to find out they're gay and actually go and do something about it go and talk yeah. to other parents and go and hear and learn right that yeah that's what i expect 
And that shows real love and support. I think that seems to be a theme right now this month. Listen and learn. Yeah. You know, and not only when it comes to pride, but also Black Lives Matter. Um, It's been a bit of a heavy month. and, And I think that that's what a lot of us need to do. We need to stop. We need to listen and we need to learn. Um, guys, before we go, though, I just want to ask you, for anyone interested in picking up your wonderful books, oh, yes. mm-hmm. where can they find them? So it's for sale on our website, familyisaboutlove.com. We have the two books, A Mermaid's Tale, uh, and our first book is Milo's Adventures, A Story About Love. And both of our books are very pride-focused and very focused on uh, equity and, and inequality and, and, and love. I love it. I love it. I have both books myself. Um, they're absolutely amazing. And I hope that you guys write more because we're, we're, we need, we need more books from book. you guys. I hope so. I think we're going to try and write a book about what it's like to be the son of two dads. You know, we talked about what it was like to uh, how Milo got into this world. And now we want to talk about what it's like for Milo in this world. That's amazing. That's I love it. Idea. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us online. I know you gave out the website, but if people want to check you out and follow you. Oh, yeah. Familiesaboutlove.com. BJ, and you can look for BJ on Instagram at, uh, at BJ Barone. Mm-hmm. That's me. And also at Families About Love on Instagram. Yes. Nice. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. Happy Pride to your family and everyone listening at home and Jen to you happy pride and uh and next year we're all getting together and we will be celebrating together oh, i'm holding you to it oh yeah but before that jen and i are coming over for a dip in the hot tub yeah for i'm sure. getting ready i got my towel i'm i'm just about to get in the car i'm i'll see you in a bit oh no you all have right. to be in my bubble though right can you will you be in my bubble <laughs> i'll be in your bubble <laughs> the COVID-10 bubble well that is it for us if you missed any of the show and you want to listen back you can do so on our podcast which you can find on Apple and anywhere else uh, podcasts are available and uh, don't forget to give us a like on Facebook facebook.com slash the parenting show that's it for us we will catch you next week right here 8 o'clock this is the parenting show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto The preceding program is a specialty program. Unless otherwise identified, the participants on the program are not employees of Chorus Entertainment. Opinions expressed may not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.